we're going to be talking about marriage and particularly uh, maybe different foundational building blocks of marriage. So we had come up with the idea of writing a book several years ago, many, many years ago, and never really got very far beyond the title Marriage A to Z. So uh, do you remember how we came up with that idea? Well, I think we were thinking about like teaching our children how to read and how you use building blocks or ABCs to help the child to know what the, what are these letters, how do they sound, and then before long they can put together the sounds to make a word, and that kind of a foundational teaching helps them throughout their life as they read. But in the marriage it's similar in that um, if you have a certain foundation in place, makes building on it much easier and more sturdy. Yeah, I've just been reading in the Old Testament in Ezra and Nehemiah as they rebuilt the temple wall and began eventually working on the temple. Uh, that idea of the <clears throat> that idea of the foundational building blocks, how in the case of the original temple, you know, David and Solomon had prepared these stones in the quarry and brought them in so that they could be used. And then in the case of rebuilding a wall with Ezra and Nehemiah, they had stones that were already there that had been cut for that purpose, but they had fallen disrepair, had fallen down, uh, been destroyed. But they had these stones that were ready to be put to, to work uh, to protect Jerusalem. And I think, uh, for me, I think about that idea of building blocks. And as kids, you play with those ABC building blocks and you can build a wall or a house and all those kind of things. They're the foundational uh, pieces to build whatever it is you're building, whether it's a wall or a temple or a marriage, it's the same idea as there's something structurally foundational that if you don't have, you really can't build a good solid um, foundation or structure. So the idea of the building blocks of marriage, uh, there are things that our marriage needs to include. Uh, there are things that our marriage is built on that help our marriage to be uh, what it should be to be God honoring to be in the case of the wall around Jerusalem it was a protective structure and I think some of the building blocks are protective in that way mm. other ones in the case of the temple the stones that they used uh, were to build up this building that was uh, beautiful in a place of worship and a place of fellowship and I think some of the stones are are not to protect from outside influences but they're to uh, help the marriage to be focused on the right thing so that's what temp the temple was was to help Israel to be focused on the right thing which was God so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what we learn about our marriage and maybe things that can help other people in theirs sounds great going to start our building blocks of marriage today with the letter A. And what is our letter of the day? Or what is our letter of the day? Our letter of the day is A. What is our word that goes with that letter of the day? Action. Action. So how does action play in with the idea of marriage? Uh, it's a combat sport. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's for some people. Um yeah, the fact that, you know, too often we describe love and marriage as a bunch of emotions and feelings. And I know we've talked about how, you know, in the movies and in our culture today, we see all the fall into love or fall out of love. And it's very uncontrollable. 
it seems, but um, really love is a choice and an action that we can do whether we feel like it or not. And I think that's one of the foundational blocks that we need to have in any marriage to really make it go. It's true. Marriage starts with an action. Somebody has to decide, make a decision, a choice to go forward and get married. And there's to get married is quite complicated or can be. You know, there's paperwork involved and there's people that have to invite. And if you're going to have a wedding, there's all relatives and and lots of potential for conflict. (laughs) So uh, just the act of becoming a married couple takes action. Uh, it makes sense that it would not stop once the marriage begins and then you're in mm-hmm. life together. Um, you do have the emotional component, but the actions, there are actions that need to be there even when you don't feel like it. And I guess that's maybe where I see yeah. the point yeah. being. So I know we've heard the concept, you know, love is an action. And I think that's maybe where this com- is coming from. Us think marriage, marriage is an action. What are some of the actions you think have to go along with marriage or that should be those foundational building blocks? Hmm. Well, obviously, just um, treating the other person respectfully or kindly. I mean, even sometimes those simple things can be um, difficult to follow through on if you don't feel like it or if the person's hurt you or um, if you're just having a bad day. Um, so sometimes it could be just something simple like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's a big part of the action that goes with marriage is the daily actions to keep the relationship um, safe or in its proper place, mm-hmm. even when you don't feel like it. There are actions, uh, and actions being in this context, many times words, our mm-hmm. uh, attitude, or even doing things for the other person. Um there are actions that are a daily part of marriage that um, quite often are the first thing to go once people have problems. It's like, I'm having a bad day. I don't want to talk to you. Well, that's not necessarily a good way to approach it. Although there are times probably when uh, the correct action would be, I need to take some time off. You know, I need to take a walk or I need to go uh, read my Bible or I need to go pray or, you know, I need to talk to somebody. And that would be the correct action for the marriage. Mm -hmm. But to avoid the other person just because you're having a bad day or because you're um, upset at something they did or said is probably not going to be the correct correct approach. Mm-hmm. So going along with that, um, both confessing and asking for forgiveness for things that we do would be actions that would be foundational. You know, if we if we allow um, unconfessed sin or uh, issues in the marriage to fester, then mm-hmm. it just gets worse. That never makes it better. I, there's no there's no time in any relationship where not dealing with a problem makes it better uh, if it's actually a problem. So to deal with things quickly and in a proper manner would be foundational actions to help keep the, the slate clean in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So good. Other actions that you feel like or would see ha- need, really need to be there for a wedding, for a marriage? Well... I guess I was thinking, it's maybe not answering your question, but um, 1 Corinthians 13 is the classic love chapter, you know, talking about, you know, being patient. Love is patient and kind, doesn't envy, it's not arrogant or rude, doesn't insist on its own way, it's not irritable or resentful. 
um, things like that. And you think, wow, those are perfect um, actions, things I should be doing, but I just can't make myself do that consistently. And those things don't come naturally. And um, I think what's important to know about that is that, you know, yeah, in our flesh, we can't act the right way. But um, if we know Jesus as our Savior and we have his spirit inside of us, then we can, as Second uh, Peter says, we can participate in the divine nature and actually let Christ live through us. And uh, I think that's really a vital part of putting these actions into action. <laughs> and something you said there was really, I think, key for us to understand that a lot of the actions that are required for good marriage are not natural. Right. You know, we're naturally selfish. You know, I naturally just want to do my own thing and, you know, I want other people to help me do my own thing, mm-hmm. not necessarily do what's best for them or what they want to do. And once you get married or particularly once you have kids, then your selfishness really is pointed out in a new way. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons everyone should get married. <laughs> it's, a, it's really <laughs> great for spiritual growth that you have to recognize <laughs> that uh, there's selfishness in places that you didn't know that it was. So one of the actions that goes along with marriage is uh, hunting down those uh, selfish areas in, in your life and fighting that battle, which some battles just don't get fought if you don't have to live with somebody else and you right. don't have to relate to them closely mm-hmm. or if you don't have kids. Right. Um, but you learn new lessons about yourself and you find places where you thought, hey, I was doing pretty good. And you were by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's pointed out once you have another person that, yeah, I, I really need to work in that area too. Right. Do you have any actions that you were thinking of? I, I don't know. I think it really comes down. I, there probably are foundational actions like forgiveness and uh, the way that we communicate those kind mm-hmm. of things. But for me, the the big takeaway for actions in marriage is that uh, each choice that we have is an action. You know, it's a, a decision to act in a way that is better for the marriage or a way that is better for yourself. And so what are those mm-hmm. choices in each person's marriage? It's going to be different. Right. But the similarity is I want to put God first and I want to put my spouse second. Um, so I want to consider what their needs are, what their desires are. Um, and that intentionally making a choice to put high priority on the marriage, mm-hmm. um, whatever the decision is, whether it's uh, purchases or moving or vacations or just the flow of life around the house, who's going to use the best chair in the kit- living room, um, all those things are actions, they're choices that affect the marriage in the long run. And it's lots of little things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if the little things are taken care of on a daily basis, you probably don't have as many big things. I mean, because your your goal is, or my goal is to continuously show in little ways that, hey, I'm thinking about you, I love you, I care for you. Um, And there's not a lot of huge things. It's lots of little things. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but... Yeah, I was thinking that too, that it is the small choices or, you know, dealing with little things and taking care of that.
All right, uh, maybe today we'll stop with A uh, and hopefully we'll go along and we'll continue to, we have lots of good ideas about topics that we'd like to think about and um, hopefully will help us to think through them and help uh, whoever listens to think through them as well. So I would say as we end up our little section on, on actions that one of the key actions that's foundational is prayer that we uh, ask God to help us. So that should be a daily action where we are consistently seeking God's uh, presence in our marriage, presence in our life, and seeking His best first, and then seeking uh, the path that would put Him at the center of our marriage. So mm -hmm. I believe if you do that, you're on the right track to mm -hmm. find um, the, mar the marriage for you that God intends for you to have. So until next time, I hope your marriage is great. Me too.